Welcome to Season 2 of Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by Rosalind McNally and Bibi Dalman. In this episode, we talk about the archetype of winter. So welcome back, everybody, and welcome, Rosaline. So good to have you here. Thank you. Delighted to be here, as always. Yeah, really looking forward to this conversation. So we're talking today about winter as an archetype, as a season, um, what it can offer, especially in the context of um, the healing journey, right? So do you want to lead us into, into that sort of episode with sort of your thoughts on what comes up for you first when you think about, you know, winter? Um, so when I think about winter in terms of the healing journey, I straight away just think of the, the descent journey. So it's teaching us how to descend, teaching us how to be more in the, we might see it as the darker energy, but just in the, the rest, the renewal, the, that deep void space. And we get that not just in winter time, we get that throughout our life. So like as we're chatting about each of the seasons and each of the weekends as to remember like I just don't experience winter and winter I can be in the middle of February maybe here in the northern hemisphere in the middle of spring but my life is going through a winter phase or a certain aspect of my life is going through a winter phase so it's to me it's that real descent journey and how do I meet the descent and what arises in me when I think of even the descent because people will usually have quite sort of like the strong reactions to it or definitions around it or experiences of it that way like so it's, I love sort of exploring all that there and, and working all because I think it's such a really potent energy but we're taught we're not really shown or guided in that way sometimes towards it like mm. Yeah, I, I love that idea, the way you, 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 you talked about it as in it's lacing into the different layers, right? So it can be in a seasonal winter and a personal winter and how, how all of those seasons align, you know? So sometimes when, when the outside is in full spring and full push, I may not want to participate in that way. And so I think that's really, that's where, when we're understanding the archetype of, of, of what that means essentially in, in, in energetic forms, it can help us navigate those times when everyone is, seems to have so much energy and running ahead and we're going like, I'm not going anywhere. What's wrong with me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, now I'm personally also love, love the winter in terms of as, as, as an idea of the descent, the, the looking at, to me, it's like looking at what are all the handbrakes that I have on in my life. <laughs> you know, what is it that that needs to be released or can be released? Or this idea of uh, when I even let them all go, what's left? You know, to me, like that, like as the seasons are a cycle, so there's no real beginning and no real end in in, in that way. But to me, the winter actually always feels like actually as a beginning. You know, what I always remember growing up, um, I grew up in the mountains and we had these really strong, strong winters back in, in the 80s. So a lot of snow. And so it was really visible and, and you could really feel the difference between like autumn and winter or obviously summer and, and winter in terms of everything was slower in the winter, you know, 
there was snow on the roads. You drove slower. You you know you went out to go to school, and then the only other part you went out to go skiing or sledding. You know you involved with that snow. But other than that, so much took place around the home, and I just really cherish in terms of memories. Yes, there are the darker months, but that's where I just really remember board games with my family, and you know um, having friends over and just you know trying to be creative within the house within what you have rather than being out so much and so it's it's this time that i personally really love it's this this time of getting quiet and um and just being with we with who's around you and um and getting creative with you know with the things that you have as a child obviously like drawing and painting and all the bits that are around the, and are around the house in that way um but yeah also just being okay with having less in a way you know so all of that to me affects like now that I'm, when I'm thinking of winter, it's like, oh yeah, getting cozy. <laughs> and <Yeah>. soup. <laughs> of course, soup and tea. And <laughs> also it's the nourishment, it's the going inward, it's bringing our energy back into ourselves. And it is the first, like, you know, in the Celtic tradition, Sion is the Celtic New Year. So it is the beginning, like, because everything comes from darkness. So it's that idea is like, actually, we may think that it's all the summer and the upward energy and the outward energy and the sort of the, the sort of traditional masculine energy is very much like is what we're taught as a society to, to be in and to, you know, do more, push more, strive more, have more, produce more. But the winter's going to us, there's as much power in retreating and drawing myself in back into me to come into this dreaming space, to come into the emptiness, because here actually is where life is born like do you know if you think of seeds are not planted up and hanging off things like they're in the soil like babies are in the womb like so everything's in the darkness and that's where the magic and the creativity as you mentioned that's where it happens like and it will get its chance to come out if it needs to come out in a sense that way like you know if a project needs to be birthed at some stage or if that idea needs to come out in that way it will naturally follow its own flow like but I think sometimes we're we're too quick to run into the other side rather than allowing ourselves to be in that deep, deep place of letting things go, which is just that sort of, if you think of autumn, it's like if we don't sort of sound as seen as the last harvest, if I don't take now what I need, then it's going to die in a way. Like, do you know, like I'm, I need to let it go. So it's the same too. We're being invited to really go, okay, I'm in this deep, deep space so I can actually see what's working for me and what's not. Like, and can I allow myself just to be like, you know, active nothingness? Like, but it's as a society, we're not taught to enjoy that as much. We're taught to be so much outside. So I think it's like a really beautiful opportunity for people to really like, you know, meeting themselves that winter energy and what it means and to begin like deconditioning themselves. If it means, you know, I hate it. If, if you go, I hate winter, it means like, you know, you probably go, well, I'm just so much more of an active person. But we need both like because the pause gives me the energy then to move forward. We can't keep running on, we're not trains, like you can't keep putting fuel in and expect me to keep going the whole year. Like, So I think it's really powerful to want yourself to see it as the beginning. Like, Yeah, it's like the secret ingredient in a way that nobody talks about, right, in the creative process, because so much in our society is about being productive and, you know, of 
follow your goals and must definitely be on purpose and you know be a best version just yet but that has to come from somewhere and this is this is the part that it's a little harder to market and it's a little harder to uh, I suppose maybe get people initially excited about because we're breaking through so many layers of conditioning that you know the winter is 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 difficult and you know I think there is also as a species uh, that we need to consider because collectively we're only living in let's say safer times for for just so many years you know it's only now that we have heating it's only now that we have electricity to keep light on during the night so so there is there is that relearning for all of us as well that the darker time and the threat that used to come with the with the darker time and you know no refrigerator and you know storaging food was more difficult or access to food and storaging was more important um that lives in us still cellularly and so i think like during the winter it's like it's really important to check in when we have this resistance towards winter oh, i don't like it just to go one layer beneath that and go well what is it it really that i don't like about it you know um what are sort of the fears are coming up and are those fears really mine or are they collective fears that I carry on from from my family or ancestral fears in 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 that way and what are they teaching me what have they taught me and do they still need to be present as I'm going forward because so much about the secret ingredient of winter when we talk about the creative process is like it's an aspect of remembering right there's this remembrance this opportunity to become still and not be more not aim for more and just be with yourself and be with your family and and remember the value in that because so often when we you know i think we see it on holidays and maybe the weekend as well monday to friday we're busy we're you know putting out all the fires and then over the weekends and on holidays when we go with our kids we we are a partner we get to see our partner in a different light and we get to see our children in a different light and we're like oh my god yeah we can reconnect to that and so winter gives us that opportunity too to come back home and reconnect to the people around us and really understand what we appreciate about them and you know how we really truly value what they bring into our life and then the same within ourselves and so when we emerging then out of winter into into the next season we enter this creative process with with just a greater foundation within ourselves so essentially every year we're spiraling around there's an opportunity invitation to get to know more of us to come home we talk about this Mm. in every i think episode about this this invitation to come home and really see what you've been given and take more of you then into the next phase as you go and create outwardly so so much about winter for me is this, that coziness, that recharging, um, remembering who we are and who we have in our life. Mm-hmm. I think every time we experience the winter, whether it's in the season or in life, like we have an opportunity to meet it differently. Like, So if I reflect back to last winter, like what would I have done differently now, knowing coming out the other end of it? That, well, like, you know, how would I have spent, maybe spent that time or what would I have given myself or what I've given myself permission to do or to be in it? Like, because I think, you know, it'll be different this year because of the situation in the world. Like, but for nearly every other winter when I teach it, like people are like burnt out, not burnt out, but, you know, they're going, OK, now I have to go to this party and I have to go to the office party and then I have to do the Christmas shop and then I have to do this. And it's all this active energy and every part of their beings going, I just want to slow down, like. Or else this year it may be a little bit more different. It might even be the resistance to we're still slowing down. But it's like you might actually get to experience like 
the fullness of a wonder possibly like I know it's maybe not in the best circumstances but you know we get to experience that energy of what's it really like just to slow down and go inward like because we're often trying to keep a momentum <clears throat> when sometimes it's just not there like that way like so it's a it's a real time for like people often start you hear them chant about you know getting ready for their winter us and the cozy blankets come out the hat and the gloves and the scarf come out and you know the candles come out and the fire maybe gets lit do you know like so it's it's just a, it's a different it's just a different energy like that way like but the space for healing in that space is massive like you know if we allow ourselves to be there like yeah it's a time where we invited to really take care of ourselves right i mean again growing up if the winters were harsher and you know if you go if i go back to my grandmother's generation living in the mountains you really had to prepare for the winter you know you couldn't just all of a sudden realize you ran out of supplies in i don't know december or january it was just 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 harder in in that way but um yeah this this invitation just to like you said lighting candles having blankets around and just like to me that is nurturing that is this is self-care this is you know um tending to myself and my loved ones and so when we think of the winter as an invitation of that it's 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 a time of the year or a time of personal growth if if, it, if your winter isn't happening in the winter of really tending to yourself um and it's an invitation to find a greater greater sense of love and a greater sense of compassion and understanding for ourselves as well as we are you know and it you can go as deep as you want with this but you can also keep it on the most superficial uh, seemingly superficial levels of you know making you know making sure you have your preferred cup of tea <laughs> in the house the tea in the house and then you just you, you make a celebration a ritual around how you make your cup of tea and then you know getting socks that you really truly love that are nourishing you not just like any old pair of socks and and put them on and thinking about baths and bath salts and all those little um reconnecting to all those little things that you know your preferences and what you what your uh, you know your passions are and what you're longing to do and so this coming back home to yourself can be played out and experienced in the seemingly most superficial superficial ways if we start to connect it and even just a thing of you know yeah maybe choose which code is the one that really not just by temperature keeps you warm but that keeps you warm you know um on the inside as well and so honoring all those little preferences i think um that we now have the time for uh, you know in, in, a, in a winter phase as opposed to you know in the summer when we direct everything outwards and so yeah it's just a beautiful invitation i think to 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 practice self-love mm. Yeah, it's like to me, it's like we can ask the question, what do I need at any moment? But I think the winter is a really beautiful time to actually really deeply listen to the answers off that. They're like, what do I need in this moment? Or what do I even need just to allow myself to be here in this moment? Like that way, because it is about, you know, we're going inward. It's the more of sort of the feminine energy. So it's the receptivity, but it has to be then connected to the nourishment, the tending to the self attending to your own little nucleus almost because if you think like bears go into their little caves animals go into their little burrows so they're going into smaller spaces so it's like what do I need in my space like and that can even be bringing in you know as we chat about the summer like you know all the memories of the summer all the joy the happiness because that will feed me maybe through the winter like because it's like 
depending on where you are in the world and what kind of weather you get, it can feel very long. Do you know, like that would depend on how you meet sort of just weather in general. Like, do you know, like, but in Ireland, it can feel long. Like you're kind of going, if we may be out of this in February, like if we're doing really well, but sometimes it was the rain and the wind and just the, the coldness that's in the air in Ireland, it can feel long. Like, so it's like, what do I need to allow myself just to really feel nourished and nurtured in this space? Like, do you know, like, and it's whatever that might be be for each person like will be different like because we all have different needs but it's even tuning in regularly going okay what do I need now like I think yeah, it's really I love that idea of of reintegration of the of, of the summer memories you know it's this time for we, we we talk so much about this this stripping away in autumn or you know and then into winter there's this bareness but there is also you going into the winter with the memory of what lies behind and so much our life is exciting we're doing these different things and especially this year is maybe not that exciting but it's been definitely a different kind of experience this summer so instead of layering year onto year experience on top of experience and never truly integrating when we do the work with the winter there's an, a window to actually integrate everything that we've experienced and not just working through the difficult stuff but also really cherishing the memories and you know i think like growing up and having like still like proper hard copy photos photographs <laughs> that was the time as children growing up where we just did our photo albums you know it's like you you pull out the photos that you wanted to organize all year long and now it's not a chore anymore to organize them it's like but you hang with each photograph you know and that's just an example of doing it and then in a way that you integrate what happened during the year the lessons you've learned the beauty of your experience the love you've received the love the connections you've made and, and just really cherish them and they take them into the quietness of the winter. So it's not only about stripping away, that's a big part of it, but it's also what are you taking back into and into the cave to come back to, back to your analogy, you know, the hibernation of the bear, like the bear takes a whole lot of food in there, mm. <laughs> you know, and then, and then sleep. So what is it that we're feeding off, not just physically, but also emotionally, psychologically, energetically, spiritually? Yeah, what can hold me? What can be my container? What can be my cave? Like, you know, not just the four walls. And it can be what does that physical space need? But what do, what do I need on different levels? Like, and then the big thing is, can I give that to myself? Can I allow myself to receive that? Like, and that's that's sometimes the 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 gap. Then, like, is to allow myself actually to take my winter, like. Do you know, like, and not hop on trains that maybe everybody else is on or not to look at what everybody else is doing, but to go, okay, I, maybe I need this here. Maybe I need this time of going into emptiness, this time of stepping in just to dream, just to be non-doing, like, you know, and to allow myself to receive from this space and, and know that I will move. It's not permanent. Nothing is ever permanent. That way, like, so I will get my spring, I will get my summer, I will get my autumn again. But can I just allow myself to be fully here? Like, just like when we chat about, you know, mindfulness and being fully present and being aware of our breath. You know, we've chatted about all those things in podcasts and it all comes down to can I allow myself to be where I am? You know, so can I allow myself to be here? Even though, even though, you know, they always say, you know, those lovely phrases, you know, I, like, I, I don't like the coldness, you know, like, but can I allow myself to be here even though it's bloody freezing today? You know, can I allow myself to see the beauty in winter even though 
I prefer the summer. Do you know, like, but can I allow myself? And then the, even those can be there. Like, you know, I've worked with people and one girl I remember years ago said she hated, she hated it like with a passion, winter. And over the course of two years of different things I was doing with her, she's like, she goes, I now see the beauty in it. And that's, I'm like, that's all we can ever ask for every part of life and every season or all the cycles is, can I see the beauty in it? I think on, on that note, it's such a, it's such an invitation to really, like, it's a challenge because we have to adjust our schedule. We have to adjust how we yeah. live, you know, it's, um, the the way you dress throughout the rest of year doesn't quite work anymore in winter. It's something as simple as that, but also the level of, you know, of movement and you can see, like I for sure know when, when I have to do a little bit of extra hours on like on a laptop or sitting just on a computer, um, you just get quicker cold in the winter. So that's also part of taking care of yourself to kind of maybe take short distance of sitting or get a stand up desk or, you know, something from very pragmatic to, to changing consciously your your inner routines you know if you have a pet you see it i mean oscar or talk he just like about two weeks ago from one day to the other he just decided he's going into into, into his winter sleep pattern so five o'clock is the cutoff time for him he doesn't want to go for walks afterwards he's like literally in his bed and he in the summer i mean he 10 o'clock at night he was still pottering around in the morning as well like if we don't kind of push him out he would stay in his bed till 10 o'clock um but then when he's awake, he really wants attention. He wants to play. So whereas in the summer, he's like easy. He can do his, does his own thing. So we see it even in nature. You know, there is like a, a, a readjusting to, to how we live life. And to me, that's a big invitation in winter. And with that comes also this possibility to, you know, Sig when everyone else is sagging. Like this is this idea that, you know, unhooking from the herd mentality, you know, this, this is, these are the times where you can really put your money where your mouth is essentially, because we all like this idea of being individuals and, you know, but if everyone is still running at this part of the winter, like when we were before Christmas at this time, when we're, when we're doing this recording, but I'm thinking especially the other side of winter towards January, you know, when when this new year, new you kicks in and everyone on being your best self and we live by this calendar year and we're starting to split ourselves because deep down we don't have the energy. The light isn't there either to support us in, in, in any way, but everyone is running. So when we talk about you know, our authenticity, when we talk about individuality, it is becoming anti-cyclical actually with the herd mentality by becoming cyclical with, with the seasons. And it takes courage to do that because most likely if you listen to this podcast, you might be the only one in your family that is into healing work, that is into awareness work, into maybe yoga. So if you're looking around, everyone else might get into this, you know, let's get really active again. Um, and there's the invitation to find the courage to to really to really walk your own path, you know. And I'm like, no, I need another week, couple of weeks of of recharging and being here with me and doing that guilt free and unapologetically. Un and I mean, that's the work of a lifetime, you know. That's mm. just one one cycle. But this is this is really here because that individuality when you practice that in the winter and when everyone is running and you take the quietness. Um, that sense of self and self-reliance and trust in yourself and, the, and, and this, this experience of 
wow, I can do this for myself. This is what you carry then when you go out there and start your business or continue driving the next cycle of your business or you go out and connect everyone. It's like, this is what we oftentimes forget, you know. Um, if we're hooked into this herd mentality at this time, we're also hooked into it at other times and it just won't feel quite as satisfying. Because when we live from our authenticity, that's when life starts to feel really satisfying. And so now there's this opportunity to go to you know, am I participating in, in the winter? And I think around pre-Christmas, when everyone is having usually their parties this year might be a bit different, you know, I can still go to those, but maybe with this idea of actually making conscious connections with people rather than just being busy. So there is, and, and if I feel I need to go home a little bit earlier or, you know, these years there might be virtual Christmas parties, I don't know. <laughs> but if I feel like I need to on, on log out a little earlier than, than doing that. So I can engage still with this idea of, okay, we're going into the winter, we're connecting consciously, but then taking care of ourselves. So we don't have to be the complete hermit, you know, moving away from everyone. Just Yeah, winter doesn't mean that we go into a cave and never come out and never see anybody. Like... To me, it means like I'm so much more consciously aware of why I'm doing what I'm doing. Do you know, like, am I doing it because oh, I feel I have to or because you should and because sure isn't that what everybody else does? Do you know, doesn't everybody have 400 people sitting around your Christmas dinner table? Like, or doesn't everybody have the most perfect tree in the whole wild world? Do you know, like where we actually go, like, am I creating a life I want to live or am I creating a life that is for sure or for somebody else or for programming or for ancestral stuff or whatever it is like but to me it's like you know why am I doing what am I, I'm doing am I going to the Christmas parties because I really want to or because I have to because you, you're expected to be seen by the boss do you know like so to me it's exploring all of that there and we're really getting in touch with the the fear of missing out like do you know like, but what happens like Seriously, what, what could you miss? I've been at enough Christmas parties as an accountant to know you miss nothing. Like, but you know, like, what, what am I afraid of missing out? But not even there, but telling us about life then in general. Like, what am I afraid of missing out on if I actually retreat into myself? Do you know, like, am I afraid I might miss my time? I might miss the, the right moment to launch this here. I might miss, you know, being at the right place. You can't, you just can't miss it. Like, because you're taking that space to really go into yourself and really listen to yourself. Like, yeah. And without sounding too Brenny Brown like, but you wrote a beautiful book on it, this idea of belonging, you know, and this idea of first and foremost, I'm belonging to myself. And so, so much of the fear of missing out of, of the group mentality or the herd mentality is, is really out of, out of a lack of first and foremost belonging to ourselves. So we're looking for it somewhere else and we can feel it coming up in the winter, you know, as, as the connection from the summer that we're, where we're all so intrinsically connected and this year we felt that a connection in a whole different level even though we weren't physically connected but this 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 web of connection if i'm if i'm just there but have and we talked about this before i'm not actually embodied in myself i'm up and out everywhere else um there's always this sense of if i don't belong to myself there's always this little hole that's there and in in the winter we have an opportunity to really look at that what is it that i'm chasing and it's never an either or but when we um, when we start to connect and she talks about belonging to your own authenticity, she doesn't call it authenticity, but this idea of really being, being independent and, and being this individual and, and being true to yourself in that way. And then we naturally fit into, into everything else and we can bring something to society. So the winter in that way is also an opportunity to, 
to remember who you are, to get to know yourself on a deeper level. And then when we re-engage with society and we're more out there, we bring that aspect in. So everyone benefits from that. So then we, again, we're going into the web of the, of, of the world, but they, they need both sides. And so if we're so much involved in the outside and um, we're just emptying ourselves out and that, that's where the burnout comes. It's like doing so much, being everywhere, trying to belong everywhere, but never actually being connected to ourselves. So to me, that's also what, the, in terms of a healing journey, what the winter has to offer. Mm -hmm. It's given space to come back. It's, to me, I'd see it like, ask where we become sort of our, our own inner parents. Like, do you know, like asking, we, we mature, we grow up and go, I'm getting off the train, like. Do you know who, who even put me on this train and who's driving it? Like, you know, I get off and go, this is how I choose to live my life. Like, and it can be hard to do that because we're programmed to the inch of our lives, but also because maybe the circles that we navigate in are all going one direction, but we have to go, what's really important to me at this moment? Like, and what is the cost of me continuing or not taking the pause, especially if your cells, your bones, every part of he's looking for it. And if every and the way you're reacting to things is showing you that you really do want to go in, but you're feeling frustrated, angry, being pulled at, you know, I have to, I have to, I should, I need to, you know, it's expected of me. Then that's really where, like, you know, we know that we're meeting the push pull, like us and my soul, my spirit, my inner self is looking for something else, but I'm being pulled a different direction. So then can I be sort of the mature person within myself, the adult within myself, or can I parent myself to give myself that opportunity of going, you can do this differently this time. Do you know, like, and within all that comes a load of other little snippy parts that will catch you. But, you know, it's the starting point is, can I give myself that space, like, to do that differently? Like? Yeah. And we're going to talk about a whole lot of practices in, in the mm. next episode. But to me, just just picking up on what you said there is this where journaling to me comes in as this remembrance of consciously each winter just looking at where did I give in to the pull one year and then next year I'm like oh wow okay I didn't give into it in that way but I didn't quite communicate it in a beautiful way and then you look at the next year I was like okay now I'm not even tempted to give in and I'm actually communicating it in which kind of way and then you look again and then another year it, this can all happen in one season or over like decades but then you get to go it's like oh wow now I actually see how everyone else around me is actually quietening down as well so you can see this sort of cyclical spiralic um, growth that really stems out from ourselves as well so instead of looking out what everyone else is doing and start following your own your own sort of the beat of your own drum and and watch how that ripples because we're all teachers to one another right we're all teaching every connection we we have every every coming together every parting every everything that we say to each other being around each other is is teaching us something on some level that our conscious mind can't even pick up because there's so many le levels to it um or can't pick up all of it um so there is really this idea, especially from, because I, I know we have a lot of, you know, let's say Reiki masters, yoga teachers that are listening to this, to this podcast and people that we've worked with over the years. So if, if you feel like you're like the label of a teacher, if that's something that's part of in your life, um, it's not just what you're teaching in, in the yoga room, but it's, it's how you essentially live your life where, where it spirals out for all of those of us who, 
you know, step into the teacher seat as such. But if you're not a teacher, it's the same thing because you're the one in your work environment. You're the one in your family that is now redirecting this sort of crazy running towards always spring and summer and always being productive and always being on. And because you, you, you can feel it, and you can see the pain in people that something how we structured life isn't quite working for all of us sustainably. So by you working consciously within yourself, you never have to communicate that to anyone, but it will ripple. So just know whether you're an official teacher or whether the role of a teacher, just because you're a human being, we all learn from each other. And there's no hierarchy in that. I've learned the biggest lessons from people that are uh, would not consider themselves being a teacher. Well, that's why we say we sit in circle, like is the idea that everybody is equal. Well, like in everybody's voices as important as the person sort of who has organized the circle. Like, but um, it's it's like, you know, it's to give ourselves time. We're not going to shift from being like a full on 100% out there active person to a, I'm really happy in my cave and like was it six weeks or eight weeks whatever it might be like or how many months that way I'm thinking in terms of the wheel but like say two three months you know so it's to go okay even looking towards this part what's the first little step I can do do you know like because it is it's cycles it's spirals we're not looking to aim for perfection we're going to learn each time take what we need grow from that there like so it's just coming back to the simple things like of what's the first step like do you know like because it's deep work like to decondition yourself from like and I know that it's deep deep work like and it's lifetime work of deconditioning from the need to be doing my self-worth is based on what I produce which needs to be produced all of the time like do you know like so it's to be really gentle with the self and create that little nest this the nest it can be the starting place and and we all need a different portion of the different seasons we're all polled differently we're all so so unique we all need some aspect of winter but then we don't need you know it's still for some of us winter will be easier and then and you know or for some of us the summer will be will be easier there will be always an aspect of the season where we just you know but that is like that's the potion right that that is where the poison becomes medicine it's like if i can build a relationship to the seasons that i really don't like yeah. And just get the essence, what they're teaching me. That's all. That's really all that's required. It's not that you become the lover of the winter, but it's, you know, if you already are like, you know, join the club. <laughs> but but if you're not, there's nothing wrong with you in that way either, because some of us literally need less of that quietening down, but we still need it in essence. So if you think of potions, what is the right dosage of medicine? Um, that you're really giving yourself in, in that way. Yeah. So, um, we, we're going to have a whole episode yeah. on, uh, on practices around, mm-hmm. um, the season of winter. And I'm really excited <laughs> to chat with you about that. Uh, but for now, just as we're closing out, is there anything that you want to touch on? Anything you want to leave the listener with? No, I could go on all day about no. seasons. So no, I'm going to pause there. <laughs> beautiful so thanks everybody for for listening uh thank you rosaline for this lovely conversation again and we'll uh see you all next time next podcast um take good care everybody bye bye we'd like to thank you for listening to the earth school podcast hosted by rosaline mcnally and bb dalman if you'd like to find out more about the podcast you can follow us on instagram or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work you can check us out on our websites bbdalman.com and thethirstysoul.com. Thank you.